against Bitcoin. It's going up forever, Warren. Good morning, everybody. What's up? It is Friday, September 22nd. I'm your boy, Opti. And uh, as you can tell, I'm hosting the show today, but the show don't stop. And very interesting stuff that we didn't cover throughout the week. Apparently, Tom Emmers has been spearheading this anti-CBDC bill, and it passed in the House committee. And we've been talking constantly about the ideas of CBDCs, the dangers, and I was going to say the pros, but there is no pros to this. This is absolutely nefarious stuff coming out from every country in the world, and everyone wants to roll out a CBDC. Well, as I've been saying, there may be still some good people out there. I know we don't like politicians, but there may be some that understands how dangerous a CBDC will be. And they are saying the quiet parts out loud. And I, and I do have some contention. We will kind of talk about this during the news. And the bill will now have to advance to the House of Representatives. But at least the signal is getting out there. And it's constantly getting out there. And we're constantly talking about the fact that a CBDC should never happen in the U.S. It is literally anti-American. And I'm just glad that more people are noticing this. And it's not just simply Bitcoin that is telling you this. It's not just Bitcoiners that are talking about the dangers of CBDCs. Remember what CBDCs really stand for. It is not central bank digital currencies. It is central bank digital control. Remember the meme. And anytime they talk about a CBDC system, remember what it really is about. It is about controlling your behavior, controlling your transactions. In a world where they are censoring content creators, independent content creators, where you can't talk about the truth, you think they will let you transact freely if a CBDC system gets rolled out. Don't be naive, guys. This is the last thing we should want. This is the last thing that should ever get rolled out in America. And we know that they're trying to do this everywhere around the world. We've seen that a few different CBDC pilots have been rolled out. We've seen, especially like in Nigeria, that the citizens do not want it. But we even have the memes from like Elon Musk about making Twitter be the WeChat of the West. I don't know. It all sounds dystopian to me if, you, if you're if you talking to just a humble Bitcoiner. But anyways, I do have some good videos here and we will be talking about sovereignty in all its forms, whether that's health and education on today's show and rather in life in general. So I think we have set this show up perfectly where I'm going to give you guys some context of why we Bitcoin. Then we'll talk about the news. And then we have a guest here today that I think you guys are going to really enjoy. But of course, I am not alone. But anyways, welcome to Simply Bitcoin. We are your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover breaking news, culture, and romantic warfare. We bring on Bitcoiners from all around the world, from the biggest names to the everyday savage Bitcoiner. We got them all. And we will be your guide through the separation of money and state. And of course, I'm back with one of your guys' favorite off the bench Simply Bitcoin co host, Mike Hobart. Mike, how are you doing today? What up, nerds? Um, <laughs> I hope you guys are having a having a good Friday. I just got my Friday started off with a workout, and uh, I am still soaked in my own filth. So I'm just rolling in this raw, man. I'm ready to go. Wow. Okay. Let's, uh, we'll, we'll gloss over that. Okay. All right. <laughs> Anyways, our guest today is Scott from Free Market Kids. I really, really love what you're doing. It, I think it's one of the most important things to be doing is not only educating everyone out there, but educating the children so they don't have to deal with the fiat messes. Anyway, Scott, how are you doing this morning? And maybe just TLDR people, what is Free Market Kids? 
Uh-oh. Scott, are you there? He was just with us. Technical difficulties. Let's see. All right. Anyways, we will get him back in. Apparently, we are having some issues, but you guys know how we do this. We do this live. He will pop back in. I'm sure we will have him. We were literally just talking to him a minute ago. Yeah, <laughs> All right. right. Anyways, guys, so let's get into the show, and we will troubleshoot live. Let's get into the conversation. The Bitcoin Numbers. Is your Bitcoin in cold storage really secure? Is your seed phrase really secure? Stamp Seed's do-it-yourself kit has everything you need to hammer your seed words into commercial-grade titanium plates instead of just writing them on paper. Don't store your generational wealth on paper. Paper is prone to water damage, fire damage. You want to put your generational wealth on one of the strongest metals on planet Earth, titanium. Your words are actually stamped into this metal plate with this hammer and these letter stamps. And once your words are in, they aren't going anywhere. No risk of the plate breaking apart and pieces falling everywhere. Titanium stamped seeds will survive nearly triple the heat produced by a house fire. They're also crush proof, waterproof, non-corrosive, and time proof. All things that paper is not allowing you to hodl your Bitcoin with peace of mind for the long haul. Stamp your seed on Stamp Seed. All right, guys, we made it easy for you guys. Scan the QR code over there and get yourself a Stamp Seed kit. Anyway, Scott, are you there? Can you hear us? Maybe not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's get into the numbers and we will figure it out. Uh, Mike, if you have the private chat, will you will you try to coordinate with scott and see what's going on on his end anyways guys you already know this is the numbers brought to you by kark moody's dashboard and my numbers are different but they're all the same numbers i always start with the block height i think that might be the most important number of all tiktok next block it's almost like bitcoin works and here we are at block height of eight hundred and eight thousand eight hundred and sixty five the current bitcoin price is twenty six thousand six hundred and thirty dollars per bitcoin which means the moscow time aka how much the fiat dollar is worth in bitcoin aka how much bitcoin you can buy for a single dollar is currently at three thousand seven hundred and fifty five sats are we gonna go bits on you guys today 375 bits i don't know throw uh. tomatoes all you want <laughs> anyways the total percent percentage issued of Bitcoin that will ever be in circulation is at 92.82%. That means 92% of all Bitcoiners that will ever be released, ever be created, are currently circulating. The current market cap of Bitcoin in fiat terms is $519.3 billion. The realized monetary inflation taking fiat currencies to school, as we always say, is 1.75%. The Bitcoin versus gold market cap is currently at 4.02%, not even 5% of gold's market cap. And gold market cap is what, around $10 trillion, guys? And you guys are bearish out there. I can't believe it. Anyways, the total lightning capacity, total public lightning capacity is 4,823.15 BTC. The hash rate the last 90 days is at 386.3 exahashes. And the pending fees, wow, is at 9.23 BTC. I've seen that the mempool has been uh, pretty blocked up. Interesting, interesting stuff. Uh, let's see. Okay. Not sure if our guest is in the chat yet, but anyways, we'll keep it moving. We'll keep it moving. First and foremost, 
Um, I, I said we're going to be talking about sovereignty, and we've been talking about Rand Paul or Ron Paul on this show all week, and basically how we're all just like young Ron Paul lights, you know. We're, but we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for legends like Ron Paul himself. And I got two videos here. First, I wanted to play this Ron Paul video because I, I don't know when this video came out, but it looks old. And obviously, Ron Paul has been talking about this for a while, and it's something we say on the show that the things Ron Paul has been talking about weren't or couldn't be a reality until there was Bitcoin. And I'm connecting this with a video that I just saw a little snippet from Jack Mahler's podcast. He's just having great conversations, breaking, breaking the echo chambers and not just talking to Bitcoiners, but adjacent communities as well. And so before I play these, I want you to keep in mind what we're doing here as Bitcoiners. We are obviously taking back the power from the money printer, but in a very real aspect, giving you guys back the power if you choose, if you choose to opt into Bitcoin instead of complaining. I know a lot of people like to complain out there, but we have the solutions today, guys. It is obviously Bitcoin. Anyways, let's jump into this video and then we will get into this conversation. There is no other power greater than the power over money, the power to create and contract the money supply, the power to control the purchasing power of your money. Throughout history, this has proven to be the most sought-after monopolistic power of man. It has become more sophisticated over the decades and over the centuries, more sophisticated now and more international in scope than ever before. So I see the issue of power and the control over money as being something that we cannot ignore, we must address. I believe closely associated with this is the issue of morality as well. By what moral right do we have to create purchasing power out of thin air? Whether it's done by the creation of credit or Federal Reserve notes, or whether it's the creation of SDRs in an international scope, by what right do they do this? Is it any more moral to dilute the value of your purchasing power of the money you hold in your wallet than it is for the farmer to dilute the milk supply with water? I would say there's an issue of morality here just as strong as the issue of power. Dude, yeah, Ron Paul Lord. just killing it. Absolutely destroying it. And I really like that metaphor of uh, is there any more, you know, uh, difference between diluting the money supply and diluting your milk? I'm sure if some, if your farmer sold you watered down milk, people would be up in arms. And yet, for some reason, people do not understand the mechanisms of the fiat world that are literally diluting your purchasing power. What what could be worse than literally making you poorer every single day? Or rather, you know, 2% poorer every single year. I think, what what's the current inflation rate? I think it's like three point something. I, I think they're moving it up to like 4%. Anyways, I wanted to play that because I think it's great context. And and I mean, Mike and I can have definitely have these conversations about about uh, the moral obligations of money or what's uh, what's the book, you know, the, the ethics of money production. Obviously, it is unethical to print purchasing power out of thin air. But we're not here to just complain. We're not here just to whine. We are here to double down on what are the solutions out there because we have been talking about the problems, not just us here at Simply Bitcoin, but any freedom-minded individual for a long time has been talking about the problem. We know what the problem is, guys. It is the money. It is so simple. Take back your money and you can take back your life. And on that note, 
I saw this clip of Jack Mahler's and I, and I just thought it, it's a perfect way to bow tie this conversation. So Jack Mahler's quotes here and he goes, I am convinced that any attempt to restore harmony in the world can only rest on the renewal of personal responsibility. And this is what we talk about all the time. And I love the tweet here. Own hard money, own your sovereignty, own the outcomes of your life, guys. Take back your life. This is what Bitcoin allows for you. This is what being a freedom-minded individual, and hopefully we can get Scott in here as well. This is what the separation of money and state is. This is what the separation of education and state is as well, because I think you're fundamentally taught to not know why money works. And also, as I say all the time, you know, we, we know what Klaus Schwab wants from us. He wants us to own nothing and be happy. And on that same vein, they want you deaf, dumb, and blind. And what easier way to do that than to educate the children and basically brainwash them into the fiat system, which we all are a part of. This is why it's so hard to unplug your friends and family is because we have been brainwashed into being perfect fiat slaves. Anyways, let's get into this little clip, guys, because it really connects everything we're going to be talking about on today's show. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, for me, it's more the man, like this has been so empowering for me of like owning something like Bitcoin and doing an animal based diet gave me the confidence that I can control my own outcomes because you do feel like growing up in at least I keep referencing my own generation. You feel victim to I don't know how I'm going to get a house. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to sleep. I don't know if I was born with depression. And this gave me the little bit of confidence and proof that like, no, no, I don't give a fuck Biden, whoever gets elected or what they do with the dollar. Like progress starts with me owning my own shit. And that's my message to my generation is don't be a bitch. You, you <laughs> own the outcomes of your own life. No, I'm sick of these kids. Like, oh, it's not fair. It's plenty fair. You get to be alive. That's plenty fair. That's plenty fair. Um, own harder money uh, that acts in your own best interest and be responsible about what you put in your body. That's plenty fair. Without that, there's no president that's going to fix your goddamn problems. I think it's cool to think about people reclaiming their sovereignty. Yes. So- sovereignty is a word that gets yeah. used a lot in, in the Bitcoin communities. And it's like, look, you you can reclaim your health sovereignty. Just like you can reclaim your sovereignty right. over your money, you can reclaim your health sovereignty. That's that's what I'm all about. Like, that's right. You have the ability to affect these things. You're not powerless. The, the ending is, I think maybe the most powerful aspect like you are not powerless and i think this is something that many people feel out there i know i've had these conversations with friends and even when you bring up bitcoin as the solution they they'll they'll ask you like what like is this even going to change anything and it really goes back to let me see if i if i can bring scott back in scott uh, you might need to <laughs> pop in on Chrome or something. I yeah, I'm loading up Chrome oh, right wait, now. Oh, you're here though. Let's go. Can, okay, we, we got at least audio. Get the yeah, audio. I can, I can hear like I can like it's really like it's locking up left and right. Okay, well um, maybe if so if I'm the logging back into to Chrome right now. Okay, no so. worries. If the video doesn't uh, come on, how about just uh, click on the on the right the the couple of buttons here, the three three buttons, and you can just put the like drop your camera and it'll just put like a little uh uh no, fill in for the avatar but we'll no, get the you whole, in the whole thing on uh, that i'm using is on safari i can't even get to that now because oh, okay. i have a private chat window so let's yeah yeah it's yeah safari <laughs> all right just pop in on chrome and and we'll get you back in all right give me two minutes i'll be all there. right no worries brb all right uh mike 
you know why I picked these two videos together. Not only did I know it would be a great context for the news today, but this is something you and I talk about constantly, whether we're on air or off air. And it's this idea of you are not powerless out there. Yes, you know, there there may be contention on what foods to be eating. We're not going to go down that route. The whole route <laughs> is, guys, take back your sovereignty. It starts with taking back your money, taking back your labor, taking back your health and unplugging from this victim mentality. And this is why I, I constantly bring this up on the show about we know what the problem is, but very few people know what the solutions are. And you can see it, in, especially in our culture where we're both millennials. You can see it in our generation. Everyone is complaining. Everyone's whining about the problem. And they always lead down into the wrong solutions. When we always say the same thing, it goes back to the money, guys. You need to take back your sovereignty, whether that's in your health, in your fitness, in your wealth, in your mind, but you are not powerless. And this is why I wanted to bring these two clips together because Ron Paul has been saying this for a long time. And I don't think the future that Ron Paul wanted could have been a reality without Bitcoin. And this is why we stand on the shoulders of giants. You have the power today. You just need to opt into Bitcoin, save in Bitcoin, take back your health, take back your wealth, and you will be okay and you will make the great reset transition. Anyways, Mike, what's your thoughts on this? Well, because like the 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 other the other like the, one of the biggest things or probably one of my favorite things to talk about when it comes to taking back sovereignty, whether it's health, wealth, or any like psychological mindfulness, spiritualness. Um, I, I get a lot of like conversations or questions like in DMS or just in like day to day life. It's like, well, like which, which do I choose? And I've said it before on here and I'm going to say it again. It's like, you, you just pick one. Like um, the, the, the benefit, one of the like kind of like hidden benefits for silver linings to Bitcoin is that like that sovereignty is more of like a day by day, um day by day as you dca kind of thing right like because you you won't actually be able to experience the, the full effect of that sovereignty until you've been around for a couple cycles um so the benefit is like as far as like gaining the sovereignty through bitcoin is taking the time to go down the rabbit hole and understanding how it operates so you really truly understand where you're putting your wealth and your value and then just letting that kind of like do its thing in the background you don't just don't sell it just keep holding it, keep accumulating it, and then chase down the other sovereign aspects of life, right? Like uh, begin, begin, like pick one. I, this is where I suggest just picking one. Maybe your health isn't perfect. Maybe, maybe your philosophy isn't perfect. Maybe your spirituality isn't perfect or like any of these aren't where you want them to be. I recommend not starting all of them at once because then, then you kind of like, then you fall down fall to uh, pray to like the kind of ADD uh, failures of just like bouncing around between all of them. And then you never actually like get um, meaningful penetration into any one of them. Like you just become like a, a jack of all trades, but a master of none. But the you can you can get into a different level of success if you if you were to say like you want to become more spiritual and become more sovereign in that sense. You chase that down for an extended period of time, do your 10,000 hours and then move on to the next thing. Um, and then, cause like, yeah, like that, like, like we say it all the time, Opti, like, like Bitcoin can only go so far as the rest of us. Right. Like, because if we're not all sovereign at the same time and not trying to improve our sovereignty 
separate from like Bitcoin itself, then it's like, what good is it? Because then, then we're not like, then we're not effectuating like actual change in policy or legislation or our communities. Because like when you guys make these improvements on yourself, you have very meaningful market impacts on the people that are like closest around you. Right. And this is where Opti and I, again, like we constantly talk about, it's like, just make yourself like make yourself like the marketing branding vehicle for Bitcoin. Like live the the life of an individual that you admire. Make yourself the the change you want to see, and then pull people in the vacuum of power that's created behind you. That's that's the biggest message. Wow, hold on. <laughs> Mike, we were even having this conversation before the show of of like breaking the echo chamber and and not necessarily falling into the cult aspects of this because what's one of the big yeah. Bitcoin tenets of like verify, don't trust. And part of that is like living a good life. Most people are going to look at you and whether you like it or not, they will judge Bitcoin based on the life that you are living. Hence why it's so important to get fit, you know, be smart, know what you're talking about, live a good life. And that is the best marketing for Bitcoin. Anyway, well, Scott, I think, our, yeah, jump in, Mike. Hey. I was, I was going to say one more thing, Scott. <laughs> Awesome that we finally got you. Yeah, um, yeah, that was but, embarrassing. Yeah, that's awesome. Nah, you're, yeah, you're good, man. But there's there's one thing I wanted to add to that, Opti, is that there are going to be people in the Bitcoin community that don't necessarily embody every aspect of the Bitcoin ethos, and they will try to tell you how to live your life, mm -hmm. and you need to flip them the bird and tell them they can jog on because you're going to live your life. If you're going to be sovereign, you have to live it according to your stipulations. Yeah, can, uh, I, just, can I add to that? Yeah, yeah jump in, Scott. Yeah, I yeah. apologize. I've completely thrown your whole the whole game off here. So, what I heard before, though, you were getting into the education piece, and you know, the government wants to control your money. You're going down CDBC land, and it's you have Bitcoin. They want to control the narrative, and then you've got Noster to help with that. They're they're coming after your your kids as well. So that's I didn't do an intro yet, but that's where. My wife and I have really been focused on education. Yeah, yeah, and Scott, stuff. talk about free market kids real quick. TLDRs. Okay, I, I'll do that too. Um, so free market kids, my wife and I homeschooled for over 20 years, and we focus on trying to make the basically money literacy fun. So we have games and other things that we do in that regard. And we try to reach out, especially to homeschoolers. But the thing that got me with what, what Mike was saying there is my personal journey with Bitcoin took me to Austrian economics and then lower time preference and then... I started to do things myself for my own my own health and like two things came to mind. Number one, absolutely you got to do it one thing at a time on that. You can't do you can't do everything at once. But tying all that back to the kids, the thing that I would want to add to the conversation is they're watching you, right? From an education standpoint, your kids are watching you and if you're like in a if you're in a airplane and the oxygen masks come down, they always tell you put your oxygen mask on first so you can help others. It's awfully hard to teach your kids if you don't have your own stuff straight. So taking taking charge of your health one step at a time, whatever that step is for you, just commit to it. I just want to add on to where you know Mike was. Yeah, and and Opti, I apologize for 
throwing your whole game off here today. So <laughs> no worries, no worries. It, it happens, and and uh, we we do get trolled out sometimes. They're like, "Oh, you didn't prepare your guests." It's like, no, guys, we usually do. We sat here for a moment to get everything going, and then you know, happens. when you go live, everything happens. That's why the sessions meme of like, we do this live. Anyways, uh, couldn't agree more. And and it's just it's such an important aspect of of being a Bitcoiner. And and to something Mike said, uh, I forget who said it. There was like a meme the other day going around. It said something on the lines of like. Bitcoiners are right about money, but they're probably wrong about everything else. <laughs> it just, it, like, obviously, it's a meme. It's kind of a joke. It, and it just kind of goes back to as a Bitcoiner, we've said it before on the show, you know, Bitcoin is F you money for a reason. And you don't have to believe everything that every other Bitcoiners believe. Like, just believe in hard money and then live the life that you want to live. This is the point of having freedom money in the first place. This is the point of having censorship-resistant money in the first place. It's, hey, we don't all have to agree on every aspect of our lives, but as long as we can agree on, what, 99% of the problem here, which is the money, then I think the world will fundamentally reach towards a better future. And that's, I think, what we're all here to do is, is we see the problem in the world, it's obviously starting with the money. And now, as as good humans, we want to better the world for our children, for our great, 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 great grandchildren, and of course, for ourselves in the future, for our future selves. And uh, there's nothing wrong with this. I, I think this is what most healthy individuals want to do. Anyways, we got a lot to talk about. Let's get into the news. I think we have gone long enough in the numbers. <laughs> the Daily News. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Foundation Devices. It's self-custody done right. They built a premium grade hardware wallet called Passport right here in the US. It's fully open source and verifiable. It's the most intuitive Bitcoin wallet designed with a UX reminiscent of a simple feature phone. So you will know how to navigate it and use it the moment you pick it up. Get your Bitcoin off exchanges and into your into your own hands in just a few minutes. Experience the peace of mind that comes with taking ownership of your own keys. After a massive sellout during Bitcoin Miami 2023, the Passport is back in stock at foundationdevices.com. Bitcoin only, open source verifiable, completely air gap security model, gorgeous design craft, premium grade materials. If you're thinking about getting your Bitcoin off exchanges, this is the one for you. Check out the Passport link in the show notes below to learn more. Oh, guys. All right. So I have this new story over here, guys. And uh, as you can see here, this is a tweet from Tom Emmer. And this happened uh, September 20th, so two days ago. This is on a Wednesday. I think we we definitely have covered the whole bill, the anti-CBDC bill. We played some clips about Tom Emmer on the show. But as you can see on Wednesday, September 20th, Here's a tweet from Tom Emery and he goes, the first anti-CBDC bill in the United States passed out of the Financial Service Committee today, a historical step in defending against an ever-expanding government surveillance state. And the reason I want to start with this tweet, guys, is I, I really want to play this video here of Tom Emmer speaking. And I'm, I'm pretty sure we played this on the show. And, you know, I like to play stuff in the numbers to, to give you context. But 
again, we are talking about anti-CBDC bills and that it passed. And I think it's very powerful to hear it from Tom Emmer himself, whether you think he is just a politician that is pontificating, maybe besides the point. He is saying what we've been saying here on Simply Bitcoin for a long time. And I think that over time, more people are going to wake up to this exact thinking that a CBDC in America is literally anti-American, and anyone yep. that is embracing it, they are actively fighting against your best interest. And I don't know about you, and I was going to say in this beginning, but it was within the first two minutes, and you know we we try not to get nuked on YouTube. But it is a very very clear call to a CCC. CCP style China CBDC system. And I don't know about you, but I am absolutely sick and tired of hearing U.S. politicians embrace China as the golden egg uh, to achieve in the United States. It's absolutely disgusting. Anyways, let's listen to Tom Emmer himself, and then we'll kind of go into some of the news a little bit and and even... Uh, you know, maybe, maybe uh, get a little cynical. I don't know. You know me. Sometimes I'm pessimistic fields. But let's get into this video. Extremely proud to have this legislation that, uh, frankly, I've been working on for three years at least. The CBDC Anti-Surveillance State Act included in your markup today. It's the first anti-central bank digital currency legislative effort introduced in the United States. And for the past two Congresses, uh, and we've worked with my colleagues uh, and with stakeholder groups to update, improve, and grow support for this uh, bill. Today, this bill has the support of 60 members of Congress and groups ranging from the Independent Community Bankers Association and American Bankers Association to Club for Growth, Heritage Action, and the Blockchain Association. We've come a long way. This bill is simple. It halts the efforts of this administrative state under President Biden from issuing a financial surveillance tool that will undermine the American way of life. Unlike decentralized cryptocurrencies, a central bank digital currency is a digital form of sovereign currency that is designed and issued by a government and transacts on a digital ledger that is controlled by that government. In short, a central bank di digital currency is a government-controlled programmable money that, if not designed to emulate cash, could give the federal government the ability to surveil and restrict Americans' transactions. This is not just alarming. It's downright un-American. We've already seen examples of governments weaponizing their financial system against their citizens in China. The Communist Party is using a central bank digital currency to track the spending habits of its citizens. The data is being used to create a social credit system that rewards or punishes people based on their behavior. Closer to home in the Western Hemisphere in Canada, the Trudeau administration froze the bank accounts of individuals involved in the 2022 trucker protests. That might work in Canada, that doesn't work here. This appetite for financial surveillance may be gaining a stronghold, unfortunately, right here at home. The White House issued an executive order placing urgency on central bank digital currency research and development, and the agency reports to that executive order have made it clear that the Biden administration is not only itching to create a CBDC, but they are willing to trade Americans' right to financial privacy for a surveillance-style central bank digital currency. We're not going to let this happen. My bill ensures the United States digital currency policy
policy is in the hands of the American people, not the administrative state, so that it reflects our American values of privacy, individual sovereignty, and free market competitiveness. American values, American values. This is what the future global digital economy needs. If not open, permissionless, and private like cash, just like cash, a central bank digital currency is nothing more than a CCP-style surveillance tool that can be weaponized to, to oppress the American way of life. If China embraces it, you know it's something worth standing against in this country. I'd like to welcome all... Okay, guys, let's uh, let's move forward because uh, obviously he's been saying what we've been saying all the time. And some, someone in the chat's like, wait, is he reading a script from one of off these rants? <laughs> guys, I think it is becoming very, very obvious to most people that a CBDC is absolutely not only dangerous, but anti-American. And any politician that is embracing one of these in America, you can just know that they are either on the one hand bought and paid for or on the other, just absolutely incompetent. And in that sense, dangerous. Anyways, I got this Watcher Guru uh, article over here just kind of to recap because there, there's a there's a very good quote here. So House committee passes bill to ban the Fed from creating a CBDC. As we covered, the House Financial Service Committee approved a bill to prevent the Fed from creating U.S. Central Bank digital currency, a CBDC, a.k.a. a Central Bank Digital Control Mechanism. The bill will now advance to the House of Representatives. U.S. Congressman Tom Emmer introduced a new bill to ban the Fed from creating a CBDC in the future. The bill bans any CBDC pilot programs before they're proposed. In addition, it prohibits the Fed from introducing a retail digital currency that could be used for citizen surveillance. Uh, Emmer spoke strongly about the CBDC being an issue of privacy, individual sovereignty, and free market competitiveness. Uh, the new potential bill requires any progress on a government-backed digital token to be empowered by Congress. The bill's approval in the House is unpredictable. However, its future in the Senate is more doubtful as its majority is run by Democrats who may not push ahead with a Republican introduced bill. The House Committee's counterpart is the Senate Banking Committee, which is led by Democrats and the panel's top Democrat is Representative Maxine Waters. And she had the following stance on the bill and crypto legislation. And again, Need I remind you about, about my stance on anyone that is actively pushing a CBDC? Well, how about this quote, guys? This is Maxine Waters again, and she goes, in regards to a CBDC, it will keep the United States behind other countries, include, uh, yeah, including China, as they race forward to develop a global standard for central bank digital currencies. Again, let me repeat this. She's saying that the bill will keep the U.S. behind other countries, including China, as they race forward to develop a global standard for a CBDC. She adds the bill would stifle that research and prevent us from moving forward, even if it means that the dollar loses its status as the world reserve currency, and even if it means that U.S. citizens lose out on a faster, cheaper, and simpler payment. Of course, it is always fast and cheap digital payments that they talk about. Anyways, I, I got over here just to kind of look at it. Uh, here's the bill, and let's just look at Section 2. Pro prohibit prohibition on Federal Reserve banks relating to certain products or services for individuals and prohibition on directly issuing a central bank digital currency. And it really makes you wonder because we've been, you can see here, sorry guys, you got the bill. Um, go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> you, you can see guys, and, and we've covered this before. Look, this all sounds good. And I see everyone talking in the in the group chat, the YouTube chat, 
that this is just security theater, or rather political theater out there. Because uh, as Narwhal Taco said, you know, Tom Emmer realized that they can get to his money. Hence why he's probably afraid of a CBDC system. But let's not forget about the fact that FedNow has already been launched and it is currently being built on. So, of course, this hasn't fully passed. It has only passed the first stages of it becoming an actual bill. Uh, but we know that the Fed now has been launched in July. And it really makes you think, like, are they talking out of both sides of their mouth? Of course, there is a difference between politicians and the Federal Reserve in general. But here's an article that was dropped September 17, 2023. Fed now is launched as blockchain innovation delivers next-gen instant payments. Uh, yeah, whatever. Anyways, here we got... I think the signal of this whole article, and this was on uh, Forbes, but I, I'm using archive because there was a paywall and uh, I'm not paying for it. Anyways, so uh, though FedNow doesn't use blockchain technology, its goal is similar to ongoing innovations in the blockchain space, enabling instant peer-to-peer -peer transfers and low-cost payments. Again, low-cost payments and... Uh, what peer-to-peers, guys? Anyways, reports of the Fed now laying the groundwork for a potential central bank digital currency in the U.S. have been denied, but it may be too early to conclude as there's merits to a possible Fed now and digital dollar overlap in the future. And again, looking at more stuff that has been popping off in the last couple of days, we got 14 hours ago, maybe like 16 hours ago now, CGI to support instant payments for Fed now. So they're obviously still actively working on a Fed now, even though that they're passing, well, obviously, Again, there are two different uh, groups here working. We have we have Tom Emmer and his crew talking about banning a CBDC, trying to ban the Fed from doing a CBDC, and the Fed is basically like, who's going to stop me? Anyways, FedNow is a new, instant again, instant payment infrastructure developed by the Federal Reserve. It allows financial institutions of every size across the U.S. to provide safe and efficient instant payment services. The first release of the FedNow service provides baseline functionality that will support market needs for a range of use cases. These include those growing in demand, such as account-to-account -account transfers and bill pay. You see that 15 hours ago, account to account, no longer peer to peer. I guess they're they're uh, moving on the framing. Anyways, key global payment provider CGI's all payment solution has been certified to support transaction activity for financial institutions that make payments on FedNow. And here's a quote from Ken Montgomery, Federal Reserve Bank of Boston. He says, we are excited that early adopters across the country are making strides in their operational readiness for transacting through the service since we launched in July. Completing certification is a key milestone for participating organizations to validate their their ability to deliver instant payment services. So again, while it sounds good, I, I say it all the time, you know, Boomer writes something on a piece of paper and expects us to follow it and listen. Um, it, it really just sounds like a, like a lot more bureaucracy out there. Like they're, they're trying to make it seem like, you know, this is the anti-CBDC bill is good for, good for you guys, you know, trust us. We don't, we don't need a CBDC. And then on the other hand, they are still actively building a CBDC. So it really makes you wonder, and I'm kind of, maybe I'm being pessimistic fields here on the show, but I am just, I'm just so burnt by politicians that I don't know what to think. All I know is opt out of this stuff, save in Bitcoin, and they cannot even touch you. And so I don't know, man, I, I guess maybe I'm going a little cynical here, Mike and Scott. But what's well, your thoughts on this anti-CBDC bill? I, I, Does it matter? Is it noise? Is this uh, is something we're just going to have to route around in general anyways? So so first of all, hats off to you. I, I love the fact that you're 
like on this information war, like to help get things out there. And I think you do an amazing job to find these things. And to me, this is, this is a game. This is a long, long-term game and people are going to tune out because it sounds like noise, but we need people like you and others to, that can find it. And then we need people who listen to this to then whatever's in your Dunbar circle or whatever it is, whatever your influence is, you need to take action and do something with that. If we all yell at each other over chats or podcasts or whatever, and I mean, uh, we're, we're coming at it with free market kids trying to reach the, the kids. They have to be taught this. No one else is going to teach them this if, if the parents don't reach out and do it. You can't, re- you can't trust the teachers to do it. So as painful as it is to listen to all these bureaucrats and, and they're back and in, in, in forth, this is a long-term game and, and we've got to, we got to continue to, to grudge through and, and have some grit to get through all that stuff and then figure out how do you, how do you turn that around? If I took that to my kids, they'd be like, they'd look at me like I'm crazy, but they need to know that there's a battle going on. And so from my standpoint, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to comment on whether you're negative, positive, I, dealing with the, the government stuff, not, it's not my cup of tea, but man, you gotta, you, you gotta take action with it. Take a clip of that and share it with somebody else. Don't just listen to it. To me, when I hear you say that, I'm like, what am I going to do with that information now that Opti shared that? So that's my take. Love it. I, 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 I really, really appreciate that. Not only the kind words, but just the pragmatic uh, thinking behind this, because, you know, we, we do come out here and we are kind of talking heads and we do cover the BS coming out from the corporate press every single day, but it's really about taking action and, and maybe just us inspiring you to act in a way that you can combat this stuff. Maybe that's all we can do and try to educate people, but we are actively have taken our wealth out of the system. We are, we're basically not only as a company on the Bitcoin standard, but personally we're all on the Bitcoin standard. And I say it every single day, you know, take as much of your wealth out as possible from the system because you are literally financing this stuff. Whether you agree with it or not, you are a part of the problem. You are literally tacitly agreeing to all this stuff. If you use the fiat system, if you use the dollar and uh, we know what the problem is guys, just it's very simple solution. It is talking about Bitcoin, it is saving in Bitcoin, it is downloading Bitcoin wallets, it's making sure your friends and family are downloading Bitcoin wallets, and we take away their power. Anyways, Mike, I'm ranting. What's your thoughts on this? Um, I, I Obviously, I'm going to be the sober one because I can't help but not, but um, I definitely agree with both of you. I think that it is a lot of bureaucracy because like, one of the things that people have to consider or keep in mind is that say we succeed in this initial iteration politics is constantly changing presidents are changing out every couple of years what's to say that they don't try it again next year or with the next president or the next year after that like they're not going to give up because this is like the biggest power honeypot when it comes to government and national control um and i have to agree with scott in the sense of like we just have to like this is like we're probably witnessing one of the greatest power wars of the, that the planet has ever experienced. It's happening right in front of our eyes, but people just aren't paying attention to it because somehow we touch money like every minute of the day, but people don't think it's important to talk about. Like understand. Um, and then there's also the, the reality that I, uh, I just like the, 
first of all, the chat has been freaking lit today. <laughs> I know, uh, right? I've, I freaking love these nerds. But um, <laughs> when we have to also consider that the CBD su- CBDC stuff, like I was just kind of alluding to with the politics, it's never going away. Like there, it's 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 such a powerful honeypot that probably every level of human organization, whether it's government or the PTA or a corporate entity or a nonprofit is going to have that honeypot of just like, oh, maybe we should just create our own currency and then fund like expansion that way. Uh, so it like it, it's 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 a it's a human fallacy or a fallibility that is not going to go away, guys. Like we like if we if this bill succeeds, yep. the the fight's not over. Like the like this this is something that Bitcoiners and everybody have to accept, whether it's health, whether it's physical health, psychological health, spiritual health, financial health, um, freedom. You're never done fighting. Yeah, ever. That's right. I mean, yeah. first and foremost, I, I think we have to remember, and everyone in the chat saying it as well, is, you know, like money's already digital, guys. Like we basically, for all intents and purposes, already have like a CBDC system. Everything's already digital. The dollar's already dig- digital. Now they just want surgical control of the money. And like Mike is saying, you know, they are always going to reach towards this tyrannical psychopathic control of humans because they fundamentally think that they have a right to control your behavior and so they will never stop they will constantly constantly try to roll something out like this unless that power is taken away from them which is literally everyone opting out of the dollar and and on a different different kind of note i was re-watching the atlas shrug movie the other day i was trying to unplug you know it's still still as a bitcoiner i like can only unplug for so much i was watching atlas shrug movie and literally it, watched it yesterday yeah it's great it's absolutely great um and i and i restarted to read atlas shrug hopefully i can make it past the first hundred pages again uh (laughs) anyways uh, it's huge but it really makes me think of just like the you know the whole theme of that story of like striking and opting out of this madness but you know combining the john galts of the world and the dagny taggarties it's like Mm -hmm. look strike from the fiat system but then build in the Bitcoin system, build within the Bitcoin ecosystem. And this is why I started the show with that video from Ron Paul. It's like only acknowledging the problems is only half the solution. The second half of the solution is building something that cannot be destroyed, that cannot ever be taken away from you, which is what we say all the time. Saving in Bitcoin, building on the Bitcoin system. And Mike, you reminded me of, I I think it's Ben Franklin, right? The quote where he says, uh, it's about freedom. He's like, you will always have to stay vigilant. And if you're not vigilant, then freedom will be lost in a generation or two or something. It was probably that. Wasn't it something like, um, what did you vote on? Some lady asked him and he said, um, like something like a a democracy, if we can keep it or something Yeah, yeah, a republic, if we can keep it. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. By the way, hats off to you for reading Ayn Rand. Um, I'm trying. I, I, I read her, I read Atlas Shrug like a decade before Bitcoin came out. And I mean, you're, I think you're dead on, like take action. Like you're, do you really want your great grandkids or whatever, look back and say, yeah, we sat in the sideline and took too long to take action. Why the hell did they not stand up against what was obviously going on? And that's not what I want. I mean, I, this is, we got to do something, do your own part, whatever it is. And so. Hold, oh, hold, the, hold the phone, hold the phone, Opti, because now I want to, Scott, now you need yeah. to go read another Ayn Rand book that's much smaller, but just as impactful. 
called The Virtue of Selfishness. Okay. Everybody that's watching this needs to read The Virtue of Selfishness by, by Ayn Rand. It's much smaller than Atlas Shrugged. And it touches back on what Scott was talking about earlier with regards to like the kids learn from the parents by observing and just, they're just sponges. Right. But like, we need to get back to like understanding and exceptionally accepting and conceptualizing that there is a level of selfishness that is necessary in order to actually perpetuate the good aspects of life and society that we're all looking for. Cause it, and this goes back to Bitcoiners. Like you have to be selfish enough with your time and your energy and your effort to get surpluses in your income so that you can stack sats and be able to benefit from the rest of the world flooding into Bitcoin later on, because we are early. Like you have to do that. If you're not working, if you're not being selfish enough with your time, effort, and energy to dedicate all of your efforts to like making surpluses and being able to stack as much Bitcoin as you can, then you're not going to be a part of that revolution. Right. You, you like it's impossible because if you don't have the surplus, how are you going to how are you going to stack Bitcoin? Because you're going to have to sell it eventually. Right. Like people like everybody needs to embody this. There is a specific level of selfishness that is required in order to actually get back, get society and get America and get the world back to operations that we know we need. That's it's, awesome. It's That's awesome. I would name. I would double down on that uh, and say do it without guilt. Right. Everybody wants stuff. So you're either going to go yeah. out and want stuff and feel guilty about it or you're gonna go out and want it and feel good about it and well like and just to you provide for your kids. That, right what's that yeah just to provide for your kids even like you have to be selfish to look after your kids yeah it's 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 a to me this goes back to like you're if you go into the public education system sorry to keep going back to education but they're going to change they're going to spend the most time with your kids and they're going to set up the framework and they're going to set up this framework that says you need to comply and you need to feel guilty about everything yeah Right. Yeah. And then you go back and Opti, I think you played it earlier in the week. Uh, if not, I saw it on Twitter somewhere that it was an interview with Ian Rand talking about being selfish. Yeah. And man, did she just lay it out? It was someone asked her, like, who's going to build the roads? And like, she yeah. just answered it. It was great. I'm like, like our kids need to know, like, hey, it's good that you want stuff. What are you going to do about it? Like, don't like the framework of this. There's like meta layers of this thing that I could talk on for hours, but I think you're. You guys are both hitting on something really, really big there that, man, I, mean, I know we don't have hours to go into it, but man, you guys are nailing it with that. We, we can, uh, we can finish this conversation in spaces, but before yeah. I, before I go on though, guys, I, I completely forgot to plug Bitcoin Nashville. 2024, we're going to be hanging out in Nashville. We're taking over Nashville. I hope you guys make it to the conference and we're telling you now, I know it's what, four, five, six months away or whatever, but Get your ticket now because you guys always complain about the price going up. Well, this is the rock bottom prices, and you can use the promo code simply. We will see you July 25th through the 27th, 2024 in Nashville, guys. Anyways, let's get into the culture so we can talk about Scott and talk about everything he's doing. Absolutely going to join. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by swanbitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit swanbitcoin.com today. 
All right, Scott. Well, the floor is yours, my friend. This is the point where you can rant. So I guess I'll just tee you up first and foremost. What is Free Market Kids and, and what are you trying to achieve? So Free Market Kids is all about trying to give the best chance for success for, for the future generations. My wife and I have four kids. We actually met in business school and we got rugged hard. And we went to Yale Business School. We got out. We thought we were smart. We we're Let's raise our kids. We're going to teach them about everything from finance to everything. And then we made every fiat mistake you could make along the way in terms of debt and other things. And we just looked at each other and we're like, if this can happen to us, I mean, we supposedly went to, you know, a, a good brand school and we're getting rugged on this. Like, how do we protect the kids? And that's, Oof. that's part of the genesis for free market kids. The other thing is I just happen to like games. I'm kind of a geek that way. So for me, the way that I even got my wife into Bitcoin, I was trying to explain to her how transactions work with like Mahjong tiles and things. You fast forward a number of iterations and you have the, the thing that's on the screen huddle up. Um, this has been pretty popular. It took me a couple of years of study to put it together, but essentially everything in this game is based on Bitcoin mechanics. So we have other games we're going to bring out. We have other, um, we have books and things like that as well. Couple different versions you'll see on there as you're as you're scrolling through. One is the the standard one that has cardboard, like you you get in a retail store. That's on the the far right. It just says school edition. And we're right now we have twenty one percent off the the commemorative edition for next year. So every year we're going to come out with a limited collection uh, collection edition of something. So next year obviously is the having. Super pumped about that. And this is this is one of those things you can 45 minutes, get some fellowship with your your friends or your family and, and get away from screen time and and start to, the conversation. So every time we have an event, we always tell people, bring somebody who doesn't know Bitcoin yet. Bring your significant other that doesn't know Bitcoin. We uh, we run uh, the, the Louisville um, meetup here. And one time we met in the park. We're like, bring your kids and let them run around or if they want to play then you know you know whatever but um the point is you that in-person time especially after covid to me it's it's huge and so here's an opportunity that you can start to break down these barriers a bridge to people who don't know bitcoin yet if you happen to know bitcoin that's great you can talk smack to each other and bet some sats on the on the game so uh super pumped we've got things in the in the works for lightning game and other things down the road and then the, the big thing that I was uh, I was really hoping to talk about today, so recently we were at a TabConf panel on homeschooling, and what we noticed is there's a huge difference between what happens, that, yeah, the article you have right there. We went, la during this year, we went to a couple homeschooling conferences and said, oh, these are our people. Like, they're, they're Bitcoiners. Like, everything about them is like Bitcoin. And it was like pushing a rock up a hill. But we go to a Bitcoin meetup and we say the words, hey, you should self-custody your education or separation of education and state or decentralized education and down to, to the family. Um, like there are so many things that, that overlap. And there was like this hunger with people are asking for advice on homeschooling. And so uh, so this I'm going to make this the first time publicly to talk about it. We just started a Bitcoin homeschool podcast. Uh, we have our first recording up. Struggling with a little bit. We got it on Apple. I'm trying to, it's not on Google yet. It's on Fountain. So we're, we're trying to get it out there. But if you go to BitcoinHomeschoolers.com, you can check it out. Let us know what you want to hear. But right now, 
our point of view, the whole free market kids point of view is we've got two decades of experience homeschooling. We love Bitcoin. We're not programmers. We're not influencers that can do like the podcasting thing, like like what you're you're doing with with simply, you know, we're not gonna be able to tech on the talk on the investment side. What do we know? Well, we know about what it was like to to basically take control of the education for for our kids. And so what we're trying to do is this is our way of trying to serve the Bitcoin community with what we know. And so we're super pumped about it. And we're hoping to get a lot of feedback from people on what they want to hear, get some guests on there. But uh, that's an overview of free market kids. Love it. Okay, one question. Someone asked, is uh, is Hoddle Up Game going to be available in the UK? It's technically available now. What we're, we're struggling with is you got a lot of supply chain frictions and they put on stupid import duties and we're I need to figure out the distribution model physically. So the second thing we're working on is we're working on, uh, we're trying to find a partner to help get a digital version to try to spread it out there. And we've got a couple. So if you know somebody in another country that's already familiar with the distribution model there, and we can figure out between game publishers and distributors how we can lower that price, 100%. Right now, if you order on our site, usually it'll go like DHL. Um, it's expensive as hell, and I hate it. So we're trying to we're trying to work it work it through. We've had people buy it in Australia, in Germany, and in the UK. Like we've had people buy it all over, but unfortunately, right now, yeah, you got to pay a price for all the import duties and stuff. It's, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, we. We've had similar uh, requests to ship some of our merch to like Canada and other areas. And we're like, dude, we're, we're trying to figure it out. The shipping cost might be too high. They, they don't want us to ship you stuff, guys. It's it's incredible. Anyways, uh, Scott, let's jump back to kind of a topic. I don't know if you said this exactly on the show yet, but you did say it in the beginning before we were talking about. And it's something I kind of talk about all the time. I am a public school student myself. So, you know, I am not uh, denigrating anyone here when I say this. But I remember Safety said something on the lines of like the American public education system is set up in such a way to basically make you a just a good factory worker. And they, yep. they don't instill you, obviously, with the mechanisms of money, because as I say all the time, they want you deaf, dumb and blind. And I really like the meme you were saying of separating not only money from state, but separating education and state. And so maybe for the people out there that have children and maybe are working their nine to five, what would you say to them say that, that I always hear in regards to homeschooling, like I don't have enough time to mm. be, to homeschool my children. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot there. First of all, there's a lot of FUD out there about what homeschooling is and isn't. And let me just tell you that the, it is an asymmetric upside type of thing. You can let your kids excel in ways that are just amazing and you can avoid a lot of the the, the indoctrination that, that that goes on there. Kids are resilient. If you have to send them back to public school, like it's a low low risk opportunity. But let's say you're you're a couple and you need both incomes to to get by. And that and the reality is that's a lot of families right now. And not everybody is able to get by on on one income. So what I would say to you is a couple of things. Number one, there's a huge community of support. Right. You, there are a lot of resources out there. There are a lot of people you can talk to. And number two, you just need to be committed, like take the step and say, we're going to, we're going to teach our kids about the history of money, or we're going to teach our kids about Bitcoin, or we're going to teach our kids about how to think critically. So what you were just mentioning just a second ago 
where you just want factory workers that comply. I will tell you, our four kids, they are very polite. They, first of all, all the FUD about not being able to socially adjust, that's not true at all. Homeschooling kids can talk to adults, I think, better than most of the, the kids in high school today in public school. And they push back on us, but in a respectful way. And they can think critically through things. And I, that is a skill where we don't, I do not believe that's what you're really encouraging. If you're, if you're looking at a kid in public school and they're more concerned about why uh, a boy doesn't want to sit still in a, in a seat, like, I mean, just think about it. Like, of course they don't want to sit still. They're a kid. You're, you're trying to like get them to comply with everything. The ability to think critically is a huge, huge advantage and you don't have to have them homeschooled to do that. When you're when you're at home, are you having dinner together? Are you watching TV or are you doing some kind of game where you have to interact with each other, like a weekly game night or something? There, just because you're you have to do public school with both with with um, both parents, they're still your kids. You still get to you still get to make a decision about how you're going to spend your precious time with them. And then as soon as you can get them out my recommendation is to to take that into your own hands and then you can really you can really accelerate it but um you have a huge support community take the first step then have the courage to see it through and what will happen is you will see that you have capabilities you didn't even know you had and then you'll get your confidence you don't start with the confidence that you're going to know what to do you're going to commit to what's right and then as you 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 grow you're going to grow a lot as you try to teach your kids your confidence will come after the fact. So I don't know if I answered exactly your question or not. I feel like I'm kind of it answering was, like like a ton of things there at once. It's great. But it's great. Yeah. yeah so give me back in the lines, Opti. Tell me what you want me to focus no, on. No, I, 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 I just absolutely think because like, look, um, I've realized <laughs> as a public school student, just like how much I don't know. And, and I've said, I've told this story all the time on the show. You know, I, I got a degree in philosophy and I fell in love with Socrates because of one quote. I know that I know nothing. And just like staying humble and understanding like, man, I have absolutely no clue what's going on in the world. And so this is just constantly just being curious and trying to figure out what's going on. And then on my next meme is the idea of like, man, I want... I want to build up an army of soldiers around me. Like I want, I, I don't have kids yet. I don't even have a wife yet, but I'm trying to build an empire. And one of my friends, Joe Rogers, he always says the same thing over and over and over again. He's like, man, kids are so awesome. You literally get to propagate the memes. And I'm like, and if you don't know what he means, it's like you can literally form your children into the memetic warfare that mm. you want them to do. You get to program them into the awesome Bitcoiner that you want to see. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you know that in, um, in Germany, you're not even allowed to homeschool. Yeah. It's against the law. And you think about like when the state wants control of your kids, why? And it's exactly because they control the memes. And right now there's a, I forget the number, uh, there's a California law that just passed legislation and it hasn't been signed by, by the governor yet, but it has to do with basically they can use whether or not you affirm gender for custody reasons. So now you can't even have an opinion on, on that with your kids. Like to me, um, the, the public school thing that the scary part is they want to control the memes for your kids and they want to separate them from their parents. And, and that's, that is just dangerous, dangerous territory. So, um, whatever your situation is, I would just encourage you to build that relationship with your, your, your children. And, and then if you, you start to see signs of, of that, 
take action, do, do, do something, get them out of whatever that is. Because once that in those formative years, once that's there, man, I don't care how many memes you throw at them. If you've, if you've lost their, their, their frame, the, the framework, man, that is, that's, um, that, that's really sad. And then, then the government wins in that case. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's no surprise that we are actively seeing uh, the attack on children. And, and the, not only that, but the separation of the nuclear family is because if you don't have a strong family unit, then it becomes a lot easier to brainwash that child with with whatever memes the state wants. And, and I think this is the importance of the yeah. separation of not only money in state, but education in state. And, uh, you know, Scott, kudos to you. I'm sure we can have this conversation for forever, but we are on a time limit. So hopefully you can pop in on the spaces afterwards and we can continue yep. this conversation. All right, sweet. All right, before we go on, though, shouts out to Kaboom Racks. Guys, go to KaboomRacks.com. If you're thinking about buying ASICs right now in the bear market, which is probably when you should be buying them, uh, go to KaboomRacks.com, the most trusted place to buy, sell, and host. What does they say? Uh, buy, buy our racks. <laughs> you check out our racks. Check out our racks on kaboomracks.com. Uh, they also have a Telegram group. I think it's t.me slash kaboomracks. Go go get in touch with them. And and shouts out to the boys over there. They they are doing a great job. Literally, reach out to Tucson, my boy Tucson. Actually, Alex. Uh, sorry if I doxed you I again on the to, show. I was about to say Alex. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I probably would have doxed you, but. They will literally guide you through this, guys. They will hold your hand. They will ask your questions. They they really are, in my opinion, top tier when it comes to getting some ASICs for you guys. All my friends are downloading the ASICs and Kaboom Racks firmware. Anyways, go to KaboomRacks.com if you want some ASICs. Let's get a review, guys. This is the only reason you show up to the show. The Daily Meme Review. All right, hold on, guys. I, I forgot that this one's a video. Let me see if I can get this one. Uh, no, actually, whatever. You don't need the audio. You, you'll, you'll get the picture. All right, guys, this is the meme review where you guys send us memes on, on Twitter. Uh, Simply Bitcoin TV on Twitter. Tag me. Tag your favorite memes. Tag your memes. It doesn't matter. Just give me memes, and it makes my job easier when you tag me in memes, guys, or tag my personal account, Optimus Fields. And of course, you can also drop them in our Telegram group. We are like, what, 20 people, 30 people away from 1,000 people in our Telegram group. Great conversation. Shouts out to Darth Coin holding it down, our mod over there. And uh, guys, I need the tweets in the Telegram. And it's not enough just to put the memes in there. But I, I do have a few of them in here. Anyways, as you can see, guys, this video that's been playing, this person's not even a Bitcoiner. Uh, who is this? Uh, some... Yeah. Some kind of CFA, uh, yeah, seen on Bloomberg, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who posted this. The tweet is the meme here. And she goes, Jerome Powell, the economy is running smoothly. And then the economy, it's a Tesla with one of the like wheel low jacks or what are they called? You know, when they're trying to make sure you don't drive your car. Look at it. It's like skirting over it. The economy is not running smoothly. It's almost like the economy is not working exactly as designed or rather maybe it is. I don't know. It seems to be working for some people. Anyways, let's go to this next meme uh guys we <laughs> this one's from darth coin all right let me zoom in a little bit all right so we did the story i think it was two days ago robert or maybe yeah two days ago robert kiyosaki 
And I think the day before I did a culture where I was reading one of Darth Coin's guides. Go check out Darth Coin's Substack. And yesterday on the meme review, someone or Dr. Surge 9000 goes, meme review score, Kiyosaki reading, printed out Darth Coin guides. And so there's a screenshot of the meme review. And then we got down here at the bottom. It got Darth <laughs> Coin and it goes, Rich Darth and then Poor Dad as Robert Kiyosaki. And it's going, did you read Darth Coin Bitcoin guides? Guides. If you haven't, you should darthcoin.substack or go hang out with him in our Telegram group. He's in there. He's lively. He's modding the chat. And I again, guys, sometimes I just kind of connect these dots Ooh, and I just put hits. memes here. And I think this is a perfect meme for the conversation we've had with Scott and and even in the beginning in the numbers, guys. And this is Madex. Shouts out to Madex, one of the, in my opinion, one of the best Bitcoin artists out there. There's a lot of you guys, but Madex has got away with the work so aka at spaceball on twitter and we got i don't know a statue of a uh what's the what's the sea god poseidon. um poseidon yeah it looks like poseidon in the background and it goes become the greatest man your bloodline has ever seen this is the way and if it's not you maybe educate your child so they become the greatest in your bloodline Could okay this next too. one what was that it could be Zeus, too. because It, it could be Zeus. Yeah, it might be Zeus. I don't know. Anyways, this <laughs> next meme is by Greg Zaj1. And I think this is like a pimple cream, which I probably should get. Uh, <laughs> and we got a girl here, and it goes, pimples, zero, holding up, I don't know, some pimple cream. <laughs> Blackheads, zero. And then we got a picture of Bitcoin SV, Bitcoin Cash, and Ripple. And it goes, active users, zero. <laughs> Who is using these shitcoin cha chains? I... Absolutely incredible. Okay, this next one is by Marcus Connor NH on Twitter, and he made a GIF, and he goes, I made new art for the Bitcoin crab market, and it's the Bitcoin <laughs> Lego crabbing across the pier. How long are we going to be in a crab market? Are we going Forever. up or are we going down? It's like literally Forever, the Bitcoin guys. meme of like poking with the stick, like do something, like just stop <laughs> going sideways, stop crabbing on us. I don't know. Crab market equals crabby Bitcoiners. Who would have saw that coming? Okay, this next meme is by RD underscore BTC. And I love this one. This is why you need to run a node. <laughs> And he goes, my node says no GIF available on Tenor in GIF search. And you can see here is a new GIF by RDBTC. And it just says my Bitcoin node says no. If you don't like all the shit these shit corners are trying to put on Bitcoin, run a node and do not change the software. Don't run their fucking code. Just <laughs> run a Bitcoin node, guys. Like... Uh, all right. As you can tell, I, I get a little triggered on that one. Fucking run the node. Run the code. It's software. Run the software. Okay, this next one, uh, it, this one's a little charty, guys. This one's this one might be a little think boy over here, but we got a tweet here from Simply Bitcoin. Shouts out, Rustin. And he goes, Justin, in the world of money, Bitcoin is the North Star. Others aim to compete against the ideal constant, one where the supply will remain constant and is trustless. From April 2024, Bitcoin is going to be the hardest asset in the world. And we got a chart here, and you can see it goes annual rate of currency supply change 2011 to 2022 Bitcoin versus reserve currencies. And as you can see here on the left side, Bitcoin is only getting smaller and smaller. The meme, the meme here is the oh bitcoin's volatile it's like look at this supply volatility get out of here dude dude it's almost <laughs> like bitcoin is the hardest <clears throat> asset in the world i mean like uh, look at this crazy stuff what's uh the dollar is i don't know it's looking wait, super can you, volatile can you, re can you repeat that opti i don't think i've heard that before what did, what you did say? i say 
Bitcoin's what? Bitcoin's like something. I don't it's like know. The hardest, it's hardest it, money it's almost like it's the best money ever created, uh, and you guys weird. are still bearish on it. This is a. Oh, I'm going to tangent right now since I have Mike on the show. It's <laughs> almost like Bitcoiners are very bad at marketing when we have literally the best money in the world. No, How not, can we not sell this to not, people? That's not possible, Opti. We're, oh my we're the, goodness! We're the best marketers and brands. Wow. Triggered. Opti triggered in the chat. <laughs> Opti triggered in the chat. Okay, guys, drop your meme review score in the chat and I will cover it live. Mine is, oh yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I have this match box. Oh my God. ASMR matches. Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, Mike, what's your meme review score? Mine, my score is going to be one of the five books that I've been working on reading for the last couple of weeks. And that is uh, start with why by Simon Sinek. Mm. Oh, thank you guys. Uh, Good book. You guys should all read that book. Love yep. it. Okay. Uh, Scott, you kind of previewed this, so I'm excited for this meme review score. What is your meme review score, sir? Yeah, to mine is going to be a proof of work apparel shirt. And I have to demo this, and it's going to be a little tell. bit weird. Let's go. I'm not going to be able to like, jump on a treadmill. So <laughs> you, can, you can decide if this is sweat or water, but this is, I have to step back from the mic for a second to demo it. Hold on a second. Wet t-shirt contest. Simply Bitcoin, Simply Bitcoin first. Wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> Hopefully, don't I fry the headphones. Through. Just don't fry the headphones, Scott. What? What's that? Don't spray the headphones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't fry the headphones. <laughs> yeah, my wife would kill me if I did. Hold on. <laughs> or just take the cap off and just dump that. I shit. might. Might have to do that. Do it. Just dump yeah. it. You see anything coming through yet? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's coming through. <laughs> this is weird. All right, I and I acknowledge it, but it's supposed to say this is, this is going to be become this is going to become its own meme. It might. Yeah. There we go. Right. I think it says proof of work. Uh, if I, it's it's on uh, mirror mode. Yeah, I can't tell. Yeah, yeah no, it's coming says. through. It's coming through. We can see it. All right, all right. I, so, supposed to say proof of work. I don't know how I got it wet enough, but the idea is supposed to say proof of work. It does say proof of work. Trust me, I've gone to sauna. This thing is awesome. We got two versions. We got one that says running Bitcoin that pops up after you, you start sweating. And then we got the one that I'm, I'm trying to demo that the picture that, that Opti's showing there is a hell of a lot better than what I just did. But uh, so <laughs> my meme score is a proof of work apparel shirt. Let's go. Love it. Uh, your meme score for today was a wet t-shirt contest on simply bitcoin <laughs> absolutely love it <laughs> no great score great score scott good thing this is the end of the show so you don't have to sit there in a wet shirt and on that note guys we are also plugging our merch here or wine would yell at me scan the qr code <laughs> go support the show support scott as well guys this is about you know giving you guys stuff that you want and so that we can keep doing what we're doing. You know, education is is an uphill battle in regards to showing up every single day and having the fun. So this is why we're trying to give you guys some merch, give you guys some some value in return and not just uh, give you guys a show, but try to get paid. You know, let's uh, we're going to double down on the Ayn Rand selfishness gene today. Pay us. No, no, no. I'm just joking. All right. Meme review scores over here. Let's see. I have a few. Um, I, Nico's not here, so maybe I will hit the, the horn after every single one. Actually, no, no, you guys tell me if you like that, if you like the horn after every single one over here 
or is it obnoxious? I don't know. I kind of like being obnoxious sometimes. All right. Anyways, anyways, I'm ranting to myself. All right. First score is by Tom Red Eye. And he goes, I give those memes 21 soft shell crabs. Yes. Crabby, crabby market. Hit the horns, dude. Fuck it. All right. All right. We're going to hit the horns. 21 soft shell crabs. Okay, the P-Man man. I give these memes Maxine Waters incoming old folks home with a view of the Bitcoin city. Sheesh. Okay, this next one is Elaine Lowell, and it goes, score, homeschool becomes the number one school. Smart kids secure our Bitcoin future. Critical thinking is cool. Let's go. Okay, let's see. I can I read these? Yeah, meme score by BTC is truth. An army of mini opties propagating the memes on the front lines of the information war, stacking sats while awakening the masses. Let's go. This is what I'm talking about. Okay, next one is by Dr. Surge 9000. It goes, meme review score. Scott teaching Hotto up to grandparents playing with grandchildren at home. Oh, nice. Let's go. Hold on. Uh, okay. I am trying to make sure that I don't read anything bad here, but I think we're good. McLovin, meme score, opti cracks and hijacks mainstream news networks of the entire world and screams at people to adopt Bitcoin. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Opti's physically armed army of memers, a.k.a. my children. Score, addicting my baboo to Bitcoin games to earn sats <laughs> makes child labor <laughs> great <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Uh, this one, I guess, is all right. John Pleb score a dead bluebird. Okay. Okay. <laughs> a little weird. All right. A little dark. But anyway, Satwise Jenks, I give these memes one coin to rule them all. Let's go. Uh, a few more. A few more. Uh, R can save. One, two, 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 two. Score 21 pairs of Nico's blue blockers. But are they all different colored? That's the that's the important one. Are Apparently, they people colored? love... The blue blockers. Okay, Rave Elevator. This I score the memes. The movie Children of Men. I watched again yesterday. Okay, let's see. Okay, I don't think I can read that one, Canada. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, let's see. Last, last one. Oh, no, one more. No, yeah, last, last one. UTXO. I give the memes a shirt soaked in boot. What butanoic acid? I don't. I don't even. Know. I don't know what that acid is. I have literally no clue what that means. I might have read something bad. Anyways, <laughs> there's a few more in there, but I can't read those guys. You guys are you guys are savages. Okay, okay. Anyways, we love you guys. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> Great show, uh, Mike. You guys know Mike. He's on the show constantly with me. Uh, Mike, what uh, what are you working on? What can you plug? What what do you want to What do you want to tell the people? Last words. Um, the, a couple things I can plug are, I have an article that Shinobi is working through right now. Um, for those of you guys that don't know, Shinobi took on a position at Bitcoin magazine as an editor. I don't know if it's higher than that. Shinobi, if uh, you have a higher position than that, I apologize, but I also don't care. Um, but so, so he's working through an article that I put together that's relatively long. It's like 3,200 words. So you have to give him time to work through it, but it's talking about the expansion of, uh, infrastructure, energy generation infrastructure and power distribution infrastructure within a national economy and the value that that has and how much it's not being, mm. like not being considered in GDP numbers or anything. And then the importance of Bitcoin mining to propagating that infrastructure expansion, to be able to actually increase GDP output. So you guys can look for that. It sounds super boring. I promise you will probably, you will probably enjoy it. 
Um, and then we're also working on the backs on the backside of getting um, merch up and running for Bitcoin veterans. So Scott, I'm going to be hitting you up to figure out what you used for those shirts, because you guys know I like to work out and I want to be able to rep that kind of shit. So I'm going to yeah. buy well, some of can, those shirts from you, but then you I need can get them now. They're these are available right now on our website and yeah. uh, we, we're coming out with some more designs. And if, if you want to team together and maybe we do something for Bitcoin vets yes. or something or simply uh, let's, yes. let's come up with some fun stuff. We can talk later. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm trying to look for a comment in here, but it might be too high. Uh, it was by Big Sean Harris, and I think it's fitting. He said, Mike is the uh, the ultimate think boy nerd. So what up, nerd? I wear that badge with pride. Yeah, Mike, I call Mike everybody nerds, but I love being a nerd. Yeah, Mike, Mike was telling me about that article before the show, and I'm like, dude, I literally don't even think I know what you just said. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad Scott understood it. Okay, anyways. Oh. I don't understand stuff. I go to bit I go to bit devs all the times and I don't understand anything that they're saying. Right. I just kind of hope every once in a while like a word or two will sink in. So it's the same thing. I'll read his article and I'm like, maybe one or two things will get in. It's like that one um that one meme of the like little Chinese kid who's just like reading the books, just like <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike, hang out in spaces and uh we'll we'll continue this conversation. Anyway, Scott, really appreciate you coming on. Uh exactly. you you as well. Come it. hang out with us in spaces. And let's keep this combo going because I'm sure we can have this. We could probably talk about this for a long, long time. But on that note, uh, Scott, what what do you want to plug? What's uh, What are you working on next? I'm working on uh, a lightning game. I'm working on finishing up the final touches on that uh, 2024 deluxe edition. That's uh, the one we mentioned earlier, 21% off. Obviously working on the... Um, the, the new podcast and what I really love to do. And I wanted to do this with you guys down in Miami is I'd like to challenge you guys to a game of huddle up. Oh, so, okay. But let's let's let that's, that would be fantastic. I don't, you can, you get, uh, get some, some other folks <laughs> together. Let's go, let's go someplace and let's, let's have a couple, whatever your favorite beverage are. And, um, let's play huddle up. I okay. tried to get you guys in Miami. You guys are too busy with touching tips and other things. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, Okay, you know what? I'll get them later. You know, uh, but that would be really cool. Yeah. So if people could support, uh, check out our the the new podcast. Let us know what you what you want to hear for homeschooling. If you could check out our games, that's we're basically supporting ourselves through those there. And then if you guys can can give the Simply Crew a really hard time to uh, accept the challenge to play Hoddle Up. <laughs> Um, I would really appreciate that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Uh, put on the peer pressure, guys. Uh, Scott, really appreciate you coming on. Great show. Great signal. We'll we'll bring you back on another time, and maybe we'll just go super hard on on just homeschooling and stuff again. And yeah, love to. But yeah, definitely to. join us. Join us on on Spaces right now. Request, and we'll bring you up, and let's continue yeah. this conversation yeah. for everyone. Give me five minutes to take a quick break. I'll be right on. So, no worries. No worries. Appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you, Scott. Anyways, guys, what a show. What a marathon. What a sprint. We love you. Like, share, subscribe if you think we added value to your life. If you just think we're entertaining, you want to hang out with us, come back on Monday. We'll be back with another show. Nico will be back. Uh, maybe he will give you the surprise on Monday. I don't know. We'll see what's going on. I did see he's checking up on us, guys. The house is on fire. Anyways, we love you. Have a good weekend. Get outside, touch some grass, get a workout in, eat some good food. Call your mother. 
and make sure you are maintaining your relationships, guys. We are building the Bitcoin economy one block at a time. We will see you in the citadels. Peace out, guys. What's up, everyone? We are in spaces. Of course, you already know the deal. This is a Bitcoin space by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. Come up here. Let's have a conversation. Scott said he'll be in here. I I, I feel bad that we kind of had to cut him off on this conversation because I, I know we could have gone for so long in regards to homeschooling and all that good stuff. But we will continue this in Twitter spaces.